It is time to bring in my guest, Brian Smith. He is our Connecticut County Sheriff. We try to get together Thursday mornings right around this 830 time frame. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Always nice to have you in. You know the drill there. So why don't we start off with what I think is a natural starting point to kind of see what's gone on the past week. What have the calls for service been like? Well, they're creeping up a little more. We had 330 over the wow. past week, yeah. um, a little more than that. Um, 10, 11 new arrests, I guess. Um, nothing made. Most of them were um, probation violations, um, domestic abuse, no contact order violation, and uh, driving after cancel inimical to public safety, which seems to be a recurring thing, so... People that shouldn't be driving continue to drive. And they get they caught know, doing it. Even though they know they shouldn't be. <laughs> right, right. So. And, and what, what makes me stop and think a little bit about that, Brian, is so they go ahead and do it, and I'm thinking these are people who their license has been taken for DUI. Well, or, if you're – if excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Forgot that radio. Um, the, you know, canceled inimical public safety, you're deemed to be – a danger if you're behind the wheel, whether okay. you're drunk or not. Gotcha. Um, because okay. you don't make, you, you have a habit of not making good decisions. And so these have been poor. Most of them okay. are due to impaired driving. Okay. Um, the vast majority of my, the, there's some other instances, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Uh, but So most of them are a, a history of impaired driving. And did they end up in court, and that's where it's deemed from a judge? Is that how it works? Well, actually, the the inimical to public safety is deemed by the state. It is. So you're, you get multiple DWIs, and, you know, there's aggravating factors involved in there, like high alcohol content and um, a certain time frame that everything's crunched into. And uh, the the state takes it away. And if you're if you don't show that you're amenable to changing your behavior, you will get deemed inimical to public safety. Okay. So there's usually some standard requirements that you go through treatment, which a lot of a lot of them refuse to do. And uh, that's that's usually one of the big contributing factors to get to that stage. See, what I always think of is that they are caught doing this. So that means. You know, they could be out doing this. What I'm trying to say is getting caught is one thing, but there could be many times they're driving when they shouldn't be and they're not caught. You oh, see what absolutely. I'm saying? So that just makes absolutely. you go. That's just tip of the iceberg. Wow, that it, just it's makes just you like think. Any, you know? any other violation that we have, yeah, you happen to get caught that time, but the likelihood that it's happening far more than that is normally the case. Yeah. So what, I'm glad when they do get caught and hopefully they can get the help they need and get things straightened out. And that's the whole idea of this. Right. Yeah. All right. Other things. Did you have anything else on there, dear? Uh, no, there wasn't really anything that really stuck out. Just uh, a, lot of, a lot of everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I know yesterday, and I'm just throwing this out there. So I went for a walk yesterday and um, ended up coming up. Uh, it would be West... Forest Avenue. So you're coming up from the History Center mm-hmm. area there in the dog park and coming mm-hmm. up the hill. And there were like four 
cop cars there. Mm-hmm. So they were checking something out. I'm, I'm bringing that up, not that you have to go into great detail, but I just thought it seemed like they just were handling things so well. I mean, I'm taking a walk and I'm like, do I, am I, <laughs> you know, no, nothing was dramatic going on right. um, at the time, but you, you see the presence certainly. Right. And so I just knew I needed to kind of move on and not, you know, yeah. although there's that party wants to go, yeah. what's going on? Right. <laughs> well, and it was one of those calls where there was a lot of unknowns. Okay. You know, the, there was some concern from the, the caller about an individual and their their behavior and uh, the deputies responded and and there were some concerns just of some unknowns right um, so they you know they approached cautiously and and they had plenty of help and backup to make sure that yeah, things went along and safely. I think that's nice. You yep. know, I really do. It's yep. good to have that backup. And again, right. I just want you to know, it didn't look dramatic when I went by. And while I was walking, they, you know, drove away. I mean, I saw them go by me. So right. obviously whatever was going on was handled. Yeah. Okay. But it's just good to know, I guess, to see those those situations in action just kind of gives you a sense of they're on the job. They're right. doing their thing. And we right. appreciate that. Right. And this is a week when we need to be especially appreciating law enforcement. Thank you for what you do. We've been running the ads. This is a designation of that. It should be all the time, obviously, but it's well, neat that I this think, is going on. I, I think in our community, I, I think we we have that. Mm-hmm. You know, we it is not uncommon to get thanks throughout the year. Right. Um, so um, I, I feel very fortunate to work here in this community and uh, the support is definitely there um, by the vast majority anyways. <laughs> right. No, no, I know what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's uh, I, I think we're we're in a good place here. Well, when you think about these men and women live in our community and they're doing a very difficult job. Everybody has something they're contributing to the world, we hope, in a positive way. So we all have those things going on. But you guys' job is just a little bit different than me coming in and sitting behind a microphone. You know what I mean? So we appreciate the extra level of of concern, danger, like you and I talked about. You have to, you know, you wear a, a vest that protects you to some degree through your midsection that's different than me. You see what I, you know what I mean? I just realized the difference there is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's, we appreciate you, Brian. Well, thank you. Something else I wanted to bring up to you. I hope it's okay. I'm not trying to be political or anything. This is uh, basically what's been happening right now. Legislature's doing it, its thing. Brian's been down many times. We've talked about that where you've gone down with other sheriffs. You have concerns that are being brought forward and you do your part to pass those along. And right. the most recent thing that I thought would be, good to touch on, has to do, and I'm just going to read exactly what it says it is, SF-2909, being very technical here, containing (laughs) the red flag gun confiscation and universal background checks. Uh, It has passed both the houses. The governor is expected to sign this soon. And can we talk a little bit about that, Brian, and your side of it? I think it's good to give your side of it a little bit. Well, that SF, whatever that number is, it's (laughs) basically the public safety bill. Right. So there's a whole bunch of stuff thrown in there. So it's far more than just those two. The two things. Those on two the measures. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of them in there. And, and I, I did not get the opportunity to delve into that, to uh, do, do the deep dive. Sure. Um, so I don't I don't know what the particulars of the the full bill are mm-hmm. <clears throat> with, um, with the latest um, changes, redactions, sure. whatever they – because it's a it's a huge process, and and I I did learn a lot while I was down at the Capitol um, in, in my trips, not just this time, but many 
other years too, but um, we as sheriffs decided that we needed a, a larger presence at the Capitol because we felt we weren't being heard. Um, and, and I don't know that this legislation, they hurt us either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause I, I don't think that, um, most sheriffs throughout the state, especially the Northern third that I'm probably the most acquainted with, um, would agree that these measures that, uh, were in this public safety bill, um, and especially like the, the red flag thing that you referred to. And, um, and I don't want to completely say that I don't agree with it because there might be parts of it that might work. Um, but I'm a little concerned about some of the other parts in there, uh, as other sheriffs are, that uh, it's more feel-good legislation than actually is going to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't, and, and the, the other measure, too, um, uh, was it the universal background checks? Right. In fact, if you, if you yeah. I, you want I, me to... I, I really don't know that that's that's going to change a whole lot of what's going on. Okay. The people that shouldn't have guns are getting guns. That This legislation isn't going to change that because they're already circumventing the laws that we have. Right. So I really don't know that it's going to do any good whatsoever other than put more burden on other people that are already following the law. Right. So well, um, I, we were not in favor of the way, the way they had them written. Uh, we didn't think... Uh, those measures were going to do anything to move the needle on the violence that's occurring in our society. Um, and, you know, some of the measures that uh, we thought would be better weren't listened to. So um, the, the same people that are pushing this legislation are the same people that are taking violent criminals out of the criminal justice system, putting them out of prison, putting them back on the street, so they can go do more yeah, of the same. Doesn't make sense. And they don't listen to the the experts. And I, I consider myself and the other sheriffs and chiefs throughout the state. We are the experts. We are the we are the ones that have to deal with the criminal element day in and day out. And our legislatures aren't listening to that. And that's got to be frustrating on and so many levels. Super frustrating. Yeah. Super yeah. frustrating. And the, the level of violence that occurred over the last few years was due to not having any accountability for their criminal acts. And they seem more interested in um, this other agenda of emptying our prisons and saving a buck than actually uh, protecting their citizens. Well, and you see firsthand, that's why you're saying this, obviously. Yes. Firsthand, these people that come in, they go out. It's a revolving door. Yes. And, and it's just, that's where the frustration is, right. seeing that same person coming into the system, going out, coming right. in, going out. And that's that's what you're talking about, it sounds And, like. you know, I understand I understand the argument that the the current incarceration isn't isn't changing their behavior, I would agree with that, but what are you going to do? Just let them run amok mm-hmm. and, and victimize more victims? Right. If they're not going to stop doing what they're doing, they need to be removed from society. So take them off the street. Yeah, it's expensive, but isn't that what the, 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 the taxpayers of this state and this nation, isn't that what they want? Exactly. That's, no. what, that's what I'm hearing. 
Um, why they're not hearing the same thing, I don't understand. Um, real, but it's frustrating. Real quick, just because I know somebody's listening and they're like they're wondering about what the two things were, if I can keep it super simple. So the one thing they're mentioning is the background checks. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to read what it says here, Brian, just to yep. clarify for somebody. Yep. Uh, according to the proposed background check law, in order to eliminate loopholes that currently exist for private sales, the state would require a new permit for anyone who wants to buy a gun. To get that permit, you would need to apply through local law enforcement, which would conduct a criminal background check and check names against mental health commitment records. And then they go on from there what would happen with that. The red flag law, keeping this super simple, if passed, Minnesota would join at least 19 other states in instituting a red flag law, otherwise known as an extreme risk protection order. The measure would allow for family members or law enforcement to petition a judge to order the immediate removal of guns if someone poses an imminent threat to themselves or others, and if granted, the person would be granted a formal hearing within 14 days, and they go on from there. So that's the other one, and obviously there's way more to this, but just to explain for somebody listening. Yeah, and I can't really... That's a synopsis from a news station, right? And how accurate that is, I'm I'm not even gonna right. I'm not even gonna speculate. Sure. Um. So, in in a in an overview, yes, that's 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 what it says. Um. In in the deep dive, you know what? Well, what all are this. the details of that, right? Right. You know, I I I would have to see the final version. Um. But the 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 loophole one with the background checks. Um, so that would require anybody that's going to transfer a firearm to anybody else, you have to have a permit to acquire, which already exists. You know, we already do them. I do those every week. Um, people apply for those. and But that's only for sales that are from a FFL dealer. So not so in if, private sales. if you're sales, a yeah. private party, you don't, you don't have to have that. Okay. <clears throat> so this legislation would require any transfer to be to have one of those permits so anybody that would transfer a firearm would be required to have a permit to acquire okay um those aren't the people committing those crimes that seems to be the so all it's doing is is putting more work on other folks um it's it's more responsibility for the citizens to go get these things it takes time out of their day um but those people aren't the people committing these crimes. And that's what I've heard over and over, Brian, as yeah, I've had this it, conversation with people. And we, and the we, criminals don't care about no, all this. No, they don't. Right? And and because uh, they're not doing it already. So this really, it, it, again, it's not going to move the needle at all. Um, and But that, fall, that, that fell on deaf ears. No. Okay, well, and like I say, I, I wanted to have Brian just go over this because I think we hear so much. He mentioned in the news, and it's just good to give the other side and have the people who are dealing with this. You know, I read the article that you sent me, and uh, I, you know, I read those with a grain of salt, obviously, because right. usually it's written with an agenda in the background, um, and they refer to other states that have passed red flag laws and. Red flag is or a red flag law is a broad brush. Um, so what actually works in other places and, and doesn't, um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really have that deep dive, and I don't think I, I really don't believe that they've done the deep dive. Because um, if they had, 
we'd maybe have some other solutions. Um, or certainly problems, more brought into the picture. Correct. Right, that, which does make sense to me. Correct. And, you know, I want to, on, on a positive note before we finish up here, Brian, is just say all things are fluid. There's things that we might not be too happy about now, but don't, you know, you just don't give up the ship. The, the sheriffs are doing what they can to be heard. Um, and you just keep moving forward as best you can, right, Brian? I mean, that it, would be the positive. It is, and, and you know that's and that's what our nation is about. You know, um, that's why we have a legislative process, and it's about that process, about having different viewpoints and being able to come to the table and trying to find some um, some common ground there that's going to be good for all. Um, not everybody's going to agree all the time. Obviously, we don't agree with a lot of what has been done in the legislature, um, sheriffs from a public safety standpoint don't believe enough is being done in the right places. And a few, I don't know, five, ten years ago, I, th- I thought we were in a pretty good place. We were being listened to. There was there was good things being done from a public safety standpoint. Um, now there there is a different leadership involved. And uh, there, there's different voices being heard, and it's it's not ours, um, but that's the process, right? And and that's it. We are still. That's why we're a free nation. Mm-hmm. We get to do that, right? And, um, and and it may not always go our way, but that doesn't mean that we'll leave the field, you know. Um, right. We still got to do what we can do to the best of our abilities with uh, with the rules that are that are given to us, and we will continue to do that and and try and be heard, you know, on a continual basis. And I know one of the in that news article that you sent me, they talked about, well, we've been working on this for twenty years, so they've been working on that for twenty years to get this legislation passed with reference to, I think it was the background checks and the, or the, maybe even the red flag thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it took them 20 years to get that done. Um, so it, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and is it something we can live with? We'll see because it got passed and I, I have no doubt Waltz will sign it. Um, he stated he would. So mm-hmm. I have no doubt that, uh, that he's going to do that because I think that was part of his agenda as a governor. Um, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see That's is all a we great way do. to wrap it up. Absolutely. Right. And if it doesn't work and it's a failure, well, hopefully there's enough people that will will see and hear that and, and change accordingly. Sure. And that's all, like you say, it is definitely a process. It's the way our country works. Right. We'll go forward in a positive way. But thank you so much, Brian, for sharing Again, I think getting your perspective and the other sheriffs uh, as well is important. So one thing I noticed also in that article you sent Mm -hmm. at the very bottom, they mentioned um, in that public safety bill, there's another process for uh, criminals to reduce their sentence by another 17 percent. Oh, boy. So we're already reducing things significantly, Mm -hmm. and now we're going to reduce them even more. And at what point do we say, well... There, there is no penalty. There is no accountability. What's to stop slip, somebody from continuing? Slope. Yeah, it is. It's a slippery slope, and we keep sliding down it farther. Right, right. We'll see going forward. But thank you so much, Brian, for your yeah. insight on that.